And welcome, everybody, to a Pinky in the Brain episode of the Animaniacast. Why are we going in here, Brain? This is where we shall transform your family into advanced, intelligent mice. Like you and... Well, like me. We're going to use the machine. Uh, Not the machine? Yes, the machine. It's been hidden away for years. I know it's a drastic step, but... No! It's too horrible! I won't let you! You can't play God with my family! No! Get a hold of yourself, Pinky. It's the only way. We must use the Acme Gene Splicer. The... the Acme Gene Splicer? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Epi Lady. Welcome, everybody, once again to the Animaniacast. This is the podcast that is exclusively dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs. Uh, you know, and right, right now, though, you might probably be asking yourself, uh, what are we going to be doing tonight? Oh, well, the same thing we do every night. Try to talk about Pinky and the Brain. We're going to be revisiting all the cultural references and gags. And, of course, in the end, we're going to give this episode of Pinky and the Brain a water tower rating I am Joey, and joining me once again are my co-hosts. There's my brother, Nathan. And that would make you my sister? (laughs) (laughs) And across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. (laughs) Chase me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Yes, today we are talking about another episode of Pinky the Brain, and this one, once again was voted on by the folks over at our Patreon. That's right, patreon.com slash Animaniacast is the place to go. And uh, this is the family that points together, narfs together. Uh, episode 54 of the series, that's episode um, season three, episode 28. Uh, and if someone would ask you about this episode, what, what would you tell them, Nathan? Um, it, it had a feeling of like Monty Python at times. I was like, oh, this, this kind of humor reminds me of Monty Python. For and some, I enjoyed it. I didn't, some reason. I don't know why. I don't know what, what could that be? So, <laughs> and Kelly, what about you? It had Spielberg. It did have Spielberg. <laughs> That's always a good description. Uh, <laughs> it's like the, the thing that I, stood I like out. to be consistent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, Nathan, why don't, you, why don't you tell us, before we get into our discussion of today's episode, why don't you tell us when did today's episode first premiere? All right. Well, Joey, this episode first premiered on Saturday, February 21st of 1998, which, if that day sounds familiar, it's because it was the same day as an episode of Animaniacs. Oh. It was one of the last episodes of Animaniacs. Um, I'm sure you remember it well. It's called The Carpool and the Sunshine Squirrels. Yeah. Is the other? I don't really remember the carpool one, but I definitely remember Sunshine Squirrels. <laughs> yeah. But both of them were not the, the strongest Animaniac segments, but no, they were, no, they were but still okay. It was, it was the second last Warners. It was the second last uh, Skippy and Slappy cartoon. So, you know, it's 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 almost their last one. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it was also a week after the release of The Wedding Singer, uh, Sphere, and The Borrowers. 
And it was just three days before Elton John was knighted by Queen Elizabeth II at Buckingham Palace. Mm. Oh. Queen. That's right. So, but you would have already known that since. Of course. I memorize all this stuff. You remember when I told you last time during. Yeah. A year or so, whatever ago. How many, (laughs) how long ago that was that? It's hard to tell. Very long. But yeah, it was episode 98. The the years have all merged together into one Animaniacs mess. There was actually another new episode of Pinky and the Brain on this day, too. So it was kind of (laughs) like, I'll have to think of new. data if we ever do that other episode of Animaniacs. Yes. <laughs> or of uh, Pinky the Brain. But. Well, let's go ahead and get into our discussion of today's episode. Let's go ahead and talk about the family that points together, narfs together. Hey, yeah, this is Pinky, and you're listening to Animaniacast. You know why? Because you're going to take over the world. Narf! And the family that points together and narfs together was written by Earl Cress, Charles M. the IV, and John Ludden, and it was directed by Russell Calabrese. And Nathan, why don't you tell us what happens here in the first part of the family that points together and narfs together? All right. Well, uh, we open up with uh, this woman, and she seems very upset that this man is uh, gone. She was very upset. She thought he was gone forever. And he, because he was gone for 37 minutes, but he's back. And it's like, hey, is this a Pinky in the Brain episode? And you're like, you, you assume it is because we saw the the credits. You know, we saw the opening theme song already, but I don't see Pinky in the Brain in the scene. We find out that they're brother and sisters. And this is a TV show called All My Siblings. And Pinky is bawling. He's so sad. You are gone a whole 37 minutes. <laughs> I can't stand to be without you. I'll never leave you again, sis. We'll order takeout. Join us tomorrow on All My Siblings, the story of a loving family. Family reunions always make me cry. And then, you know, he realized that he never had a family reunion because he's never met his family. Or, you know, he hasn't seen them since he was separated, basically, at birth. So he, he tells Brain how upset he is. Uh, but Brain, he's busy working on a crossword puzzle. But you're like, hey, shouldn't Brain be trying to, you know, think of a way to take over the world? Turns out he is because his plan to take over the world is to uh, make it change a clue on every single newspaper around the world so that the most intelligent people in the world uh, cannot solve the puzzle of the, uh, you know, in the paper. The most educated people all around the world spend hours each weekend deciphering its complex web of interlocking verbiage. But change just one clue, and the whole puzzle becomes impossible to solve. Just like that strange wiggling puzzle on the end of my leg. That is your foot. Yes! I can never figure that one out. If he goes around with a whiteout pen to everyone's house and changes one of the clues... Um, overnight sounds crazy. I think he's insane for trying to think this, but I'm not going to go into that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, he finds out that this is going to cost exactly $25,000, which he doesn't know he's where he's going to get it. Pinky's like, maybe I could ask my parents for a loan. And then that makes Pinky cry because he doesn't know where his parents are. And then brain's like, Hey, be quiet. You're never going to see your parents, all right? And then 
you know, in the background, we got this uh, TV show on, and it's called On the Air with Squeege and Kathy Glee, which I guess are probably based on somebody. We'll find out later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I miss my mom and dad and my vivacious sister. <laughs> her name was Sis, but we just called her Sis. I'd say, Sis, do you like to be called Sis? And Sis would say... I have had it up to here with all this family nonsense. For the last time, stop talking about your family. I've got more important things to think about. I don't want to hear about your family anymore. Ever. Talking about your family is out. Do you hear me? O-U-T out. <laughs> Tell us about your family, and you could win the $25,000 prize. $25,000 prize? Pinky, tell me about your family. So he gives this really sad story about how his family was taken away, put in cages, and Brains, like, uh, sends that over to Kathy Glee and uh, Squeege, uh, and they are crying. They love the story. Can you imagine? They treated that poor little man's family like like animals or something. Oh, we've got to get them on the show. Pinky and the Brain answer the phone. It turns out uh, they're in the finalists. They haven't won. All they need to do is bring the family over into the studio. Uh, and uh, I don't know where we're going to... I don't know how that's going to happen because we don't know where the family is. And cut to commercial. It's so. cut to commercial. Commercial time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there were... <laughs> There were quite a few uh, references, obviously, in here. Whenever they have a TV set in these cartoons, you know there's going to have a lot of references to to TV shows that are of the time. So All My Siblings is, you know, All My Children, which I do not think is around anymore. I think think the only soap opera I know is still around is Days of Our Lives. It just got renewed for two more seasons. Exactly. I thought there was another one. General Hospital. Young and the Restless isn't. Oh gosh, maybe. I no, don't General know. Hospital hadn't been around in ages. See, I thought yeah. Young and the Restless was still on. It's 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 a different time though now where where soap operas are so not in. I remember just twenty years ago, like there were so many. Well, now mm-hmm. now for soap operas, you've got like uh, wrestling, or you've got like Marvel movies, or you know they've got some of yeah, the same kind of like exactly. oh, someone returned from the dead, and like <laughs> right, there is a lot of different kind of soap opera kind of plots in a lot of shows these days, sitcoms, and yeah, and a lot right. of evening evening soap operas, which they had back in the day, like that Falcon Crest and Dynasty and Knots Landing, but um, now they're a little bit more subtle. They're just more dramas i've heard yellowstone is kind of a dynasty ish or oh, i don't know or dallas kind of maybe show. but i haven't seen it i've heard it's good but uh <laughs> but i still need to see it but at any rate yeah our, you know i'm glad to see at least days of our lives is still kicking days of our lives was one that i mean i grew up my my granny and my mom watched that guiding light so i watched that and then my sister got me into days of our lives so that's where i lived for the longest time, and my dad used to watch it with me sometimes because he worked a weird shift. And Carly got buried under uh, in the coffin, and he he'd be eating his lunch, getting ready to go to work. He's like, "How how's Carly in the coffin um, <laughs> all right. these weeks, and her makeup still looks so good?" Yeah, I remember <laughs> I'm like, that. that. It's not about that. Yes, <laughs> he cracks me up though. He's like putting logic in a situation where there is no logic. Right. It, well, I will say uh, the woman who plays Marlena. Oh, yeah, uh, Deidre Hall. Deidre Hall, yeah. yeah. She still looks the same because she had so much plastic surgery sometime <laughs> in the 80s, and they she's 90, she's 
She's more machine than man. She's she's ninety nine percent plastic, and she just never she just stopped aging. Uh, so she looks the same. It's very weird. But uh, at any rate, um, <laughs> good good to know that's still around. Yeah. Uh, they do notice. Uh, they also had a Xena Warrior Princess was. Uh, I loved mentioned. that reference. <laughs> oh brain. <laughs> I miss the way my mother used to put on her armor and ride around on her little horse. Oh, no, wait, that's not my mother. That's Xena, warrior princess. I've never had a reunion with Xena either. I was never really a fan of Xena. What? Uh, I don't know why. It was so good. I, I, it's, I don't know why. I don't know why. But I. Did but you like Hercules? No, I think I liked Hercules less. If I was, yeah, if I were to pick, most people did. Yeah, if I were to pick a show to watch, because I did watch it every now and then. If it's like flipping channels, like oh, I'll watch this. I'd much rather watch Xena than Hercules. Yeah, Xena was um, just so fun and campy. Carl Urban was in it. Yeah, exactly. So you know, they 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 were having a fun time on that show, very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, Regis and Kathy Lee Nathan. Is the squeege, oh. yeah, squeeging no, Kathy Glee, which, uh, yeah, Regis just died last uh, this last past few months ago, didn't he? Did he die twenty twenty one or twenty twenty? No, it was further back than that. Yeah, so he just he just died, which was kind of like a shocking thing to me because I was he. I guess he's always been old, but he's never really <laughs> seemed old to me. <laughs> But he would be on, on Regis and Kathy Lee, who would talk about you know starting in the nineteen fifties and in. in I guess he just had really good hair dye or something like that. Well, and, and he was always very energetic. So exactly, I, mean, so I had no idea how old he was. Yeah, I think he was a lot yeah, older. It's, than it's been up. almost a year now, uh, July twenty fourth. How old was he? He was eighty eight. Wow, so was pretty good, pretty good long, long life there. Well, uh, let's go and talk about some of the moments that we thought were funny in this first segment. Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. Well, the Xena. Xena, uh, definitely, yeah comment and uh i i thought it was funny with the all my siblings thing because you didn't know she was so dramatic about you were gone for 37 minutes (laughs) and he's like i won't do it again sis and you're like what (laughs) and it was that was a weird (laughs) yeah yeah like they're brother and sister (laughs) because they're not acting like they're not acting like brother and sister, which is a whole other issue. Yeah, um, I will say that I can relate to that though, because my wife will have this, uh, the same thing where she doesn't, she, she is a, always wants to know where I'm going. Where are you going? Where are you going? She thinks it's cute, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I could relate to that guy right there. If I've been gone for 37 minutes, it's like yes, I know. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, I I liked um, Brain's plan to take over the world because it seemed ridiculous. The whole like, oh, we need to get cream cheese. It's gonna be oh, it's gonna be an extra twenty five cents. It's a, okay. It's an a, even twenty five thousand. Yeah, so. I I did like this plan just for the fact that he it's it doesn't revolve around going to the printing press and yeah, you would changing think, like, the, it. Then you have the to most, go. 
Go to every person's house. You have to get a taxi, and you yeah. have to go to every single so you put house. The fare in, yeah, and, and the what cost of all the whiteout, whiteout, and, like, and, and, and fine tip markers. Obviously, the most simple thing would be to change the print, but like it was truly insane. That's this why is I'm like, saying, no like, sense. he is definitely not the genius in this episode. <laughs> this, this plan was really it was failed to begin. Like your brain, you're gonna like fail within an hour of this plan. Yeah. Uh, but just the fact that, yes, he wanted to make sure he got onion bagels to eat on the way. <laughs> on the way. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's very important to stay, you know, you, you're going to be hungry in the morning. Yeah, and his you know. way to cut costs would be to Get, not stay, have cream not cheese. Not to have cream yeah. cheese. <laughs> like, no, that's not, the, that's not the big cost factor there, Brain. Come on. <laughs> Think well, it out here. And it's very uh, very much, you know, just the, the way that Pinky and the Brain cartoons work, that they need money, and then, yeah, hey, and then here's the way, money. Now we could do a funny thing that has nothing to do with... Exactly. Um, I, I thought that the ink on his hand was going to be important, but no. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's going to come back. There was that good line, though, that he's talking about uh, where the brain is, tells Pinky that he's just thinking of himself. Here I am working hard to take over the world so that all mankind will worship the glory of me and you're just thinking about yourself. And I like that Pinky was upset that he's never had a reunion with uh, Xena, just in general. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone it's just needs just as upsetting. A, yeah, you, you know, that's a, another reason that's good uh, that Comic-Cons are opening because now we can all meet Lucy Lawless. Yeah, person. we can all have I, a reunion with her. I did. I met her. And I, I was at a, I did a press conference. So there. you've been in a reunion with, with. Uh, <laughs> I was, it. yeah. If Rob Paulson was there too, then Pinky could finally meet Zena. Yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, let's go ahead and get to part two. So they need to get, they need to, they need to re- reunite the family. What, what, what happens, Kelly? You would think it'd be, I, I mean, I, I thought this was never going to happen. Like, they would have no idea who Pinky's parents were, where to find him. But they uh, they get access to the, the records and sort of figure out uh, what happened to them. So they go to a pet store. Inspector Ferguson with the Better Bureau of Business Misconduct. Uh, like, can I help you? We've had reports of a problem with certain mice sold at this store about two years ago. Observe. <laughs> Freaky man. I'll get the record. And Brain's wearing his like um Jip parody suit. Um, <laughs> yes. It's like a tuxedo or you know, a suit, I guess, which is with the little bow tie. Not not a tuxedo, but a suit. And um, but it looks very formal, so it's it's cute and funny. And they find out uh the mouse was sold to a an elementary school. So they go to the elementary school, and he tells the the class that the uh, the animals, the the mouse was a highly is a highly contagious animal, and uh, has to be quarantined. And the teacher's just clutching the children and and in total fear. I guess that's when they go to the studio. Yes, they go to Warner Brothers Animation. Yes, oh, I remember that. Yeah, they pulled up to the the studio, and um, they go into a I guess a story meeting, pitch meeting, and. Uh, there's Steven Spielberg, and he's sitting there at the head table, and and Tom Ruger. Yeah, Tom Ruger <laughs> was there, I think, and Peter Hastings. Oh, we, we've got a great idea for a show about a mouse. Yeah, he's a lab mouse who wants to take over the world. Hmm, I don't know. Excuse me, I'm from the Board of Health. That mouse may be contagious. 
We wouldn't want Bugs Bunny to catch anything, would we? <laughs> you know, you should make a show about a guy like that. With funnier dialogue, of course. Then they go to a petting zoo. And the security guard says that they, you know, they have their own veterinarian on staff. So they're kind of dejected, turn around, and then Pinky's like, but that's my sis. And Brain's like, there's, I don't see a mouse anywhere. And um, Pinky's pointing to a, a empty uh, spool, like a spool of thread, but there's mm-hmm. no thread on it. He's like, that's my sis. And he's like, no, it's, it's just a spool, Pinky. It's my sister! Oh, 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 don't leave a brain, please! So the guard's asking what, what Brain's up to, and you need to go. And he's like, oh, I'm just cleaning up some, some trash, you know. And so he, he picks up the spool and pockets it. And um, so they, they have the mom, the dad, and the sis. And they take him back to the lab. And... That's when he's going to put them through the machine and Pinky's freaking out. And he's like, don't, don't put them through the machine. You know, don't, don't do that. And it's so cruel. And he tells him he's just putting them through the gene splicer. And uh, Pinky said, well, oh, okay. I thought, what was he? What he, was gonna, he, he, he thought he was going to put him through the Epi Lady or something like Epi- that. Oh, oh, that, yeah. The Epi Lady, which is like a, an electronic razor. Yes. And I don't even know if they sell those anymore. Um, I don't know. I think it was like for like uh, shaving your legs and bikini area and stuff yeah. like that or something. Yeah. And um, they were big, real big decades ago. I remember they had like commercials about them. <laughs> and um, so anyway, so he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you, gene, gene splicer, no big deal. He tells Brain not, not to forget his sis. He's like, but it's not going to do anything. It's, it's an inanimate object. It's it's just this spool. And Pinky just, you know, so attached to his sis and, and, you know, Brain's like, okay, fine. I don't, I don't guess it'll hurt anything. And, um, I had this suspicion, like the, the spool was going to completely ruin everything and they were going to be like spliced in with the spool. I don't yeah. know what was, I saw it going in a different direction, but it turned out the spool didn't really, yeah. sis, sis, spool, sis, yes. this spool didn't really <laughs> make a difference. So they came out the other end and. Now they can talk. Um, you know, they look more human, I guess. This is my friend, the brain. He's going to take over the world. Take over the world, eh? Well, it's a little project I'm working on. I can tell you how to take over the world. Pour milk on the cat. Oh, he's a clever one, he is. Yes, I'll be sure to jot that down. There's what I like to see, a young lad with ambition. Sensible, like me and your mum. Oh, the Lord! dead again. Slap it, slap it, that'll loosen it up. Don't want to be caught outside in the winter. That's the floor. Yes, needs water. Chase me! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brain. No. (laughs) It's just like old times. Yes, Pinky, this is definitely your family. So they... They, you know, before the segment wraps up, they actually all fly over to New York. It's a very long segment, this middle this middle part. They uh, get onto a big metal bird, which the parents are very freaked out about at first. But once you get inside the big metal bird, they realize that you can eat pretzels. Uh, they try feeding the pretzel to the, the sis, which just means you shove it down the middle of the tube. 
Yeah, and to the bird itself. Into the, the oh, well, yeah. Well, they talk about that, but they feed the sister. Yeah, they're feeding the sister. The, the pinky the, is. Yeah, pinky feeds parts of the pretzels. Very weird. Uh, and then it it all wraps up with the green room of uh, the squeegeeing Kathy Glee. The mom is running around with grapes on her feet and baloney as a cape and a nice uh, fanny pack on. And the perfect family comes in, and they're they they well we do find out in the next segment that they are literally the perfect family because that's their last name. But uh, brain says we're doomed, and that's it. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on in this segment. Um, I mean, when it comes to references, I think the the main reference I suppose is is really the the voice of Pinky's mom and dad, and that's Eric Idle. Who, of course, was on Monty Python. He's one of the founding members of Monty Python. That's why it reminded me. <laughs> yeah, and you know, his... I thought the voices sounded familiar, but I didn't realize it until yeah, I read the same. credits. Yeah, well, and I really was thinking, I was like, "Oh, this is so Monty Python." <laughs> <laughs> well, especially the hello. Woo. Yeah, exactly. Like, that is like just a, the you know the joke on Monty Python, where you just get some guys dressing up as women and have them do co- comedically horrible women yeah. voices like that. So is that is that transphobic? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I I would I think I don't as, I don't think so because they made fun of both you know genders everybody was just equally yeah, mocked. Yeah, I don't think so I I would not think so. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there could be arguments of both ends. So I, I mean, I I'm by certainly no expert I never on thought this. of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was never like haha because it's a Man dressed as a woman is why I'm laughing. I thought it was because they were saying funny things. Yeah, exactly. Laughing, so. It's a funny voice more than it's a. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, but there's that's a that's a moment that's a thing in comedy. And like that, as a kid, uh, like I thought that there was actually a woman. Like I didn't like even think I was just like, oh yeah, that's the woman there. That's like, the woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I didn't know, and I was like, and she's very funny. Like yeah. this woman's funny. <laughs> Well, Eric Idle was doing both voices, which I couldn't I couldn't quite place the 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 dad's voice until I realized, oh, wait, no, he's just doing both voices and every now and then they he you know would do two different laughs that they would obviously like loop over each other so that it made mm-hmm. it sound like two different people at the same time. But uh the the voice of the the father sounded like the uh character he does where he goes you know what I mean? Nudge, nudge. Know what I mean? You know that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's uh, wink, wink. Say no more. Say no. So say no more. <laughs> uh, so another one of my favorite characters that he does in the show. Uh, but it was it was some that was pretty much it for the the references at least that that I could find. I mean, obviously there's Spielberg and Peter Hastings and Tom Ruger, but I, I think that was pretty much it unless unless they mentioned and the wind uh, big and well, stuff well yeah. i will say there's one more there's the you know this we need to be like a a norman rockwell paint norman rockwell painting and uh she says instead they kind of look like a norman bates painting of course, <laughs> norman bates from psycho that was funny yeah so yeah good stuff there uh what were some things that you thought were funny uh let's start with you nathan um, food pellets, lots of funny things about food pellets. <laughs> yes. The big routine about we're going to pack the food pellets and then yeah. have food pellets. And then 
they have a little break in conversation and he goes oh now where are we going to find some food pellets you know, yeah exactly like, oh, oh, i think I'll they're everywhere better pack, better pack some more food pellets yeah <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah um Good and time. trying to figure out how far new york is is so just very <laughs> yeah. funny is it further than the sink i'm told they do have food in new york where is this new york is it far outside the cage it's very far away oh i better take some food pellets then as far as that sink much much farther much further um <laughs> very good stuff uh, uh kelly what about you can't think of anything that in addition to what y'all have already said uh i will say that the the pinky freaking out over um his his parents being experimenting on his experimented on number one did make me think about the the reboot episode with julia and mm-hmm. how uh P- the brain was I, I in some might say cruel and heartless <laughs> in uh that episode <laughs> you are cruel and heartless oh i suppose it can't hurt you are kind and generous. You are kind of vacuous. Good good back and forth. I mean, there's just, it's good stuff. And it's very cute. I just think it's cute hearing Eric Idle. Eric Idle. Yeah, when he's like patting the ground for the, oh, trying yeah, to the, get the lawn coming. Like, the grass just very, is dead. <laughs> I wonder how much of the lines are written. Like, some of that I feel like is just like, oh, oh. you can I'm gonna have to see if we get uh, Charles M. Hell on it, it, for this. Well, or, I was thinking we should get bit. Eric Idle on. And... Oh yeah, let's oh, that'd be to... great. <laughs> yeah, let's just get him on. Hey Eric, you remember Pinky the Brain? You were in an episode. Um, what I wonder is the sis. Um, so that was sold to the petting zoo <laughs> as a mouse, right? Apparently, they, they sold an empty spool to that, the petting zoo. That, that's I really kind that's of a confusing the, thing. Or is there actually a mouse somewhere and they just got confused? I think that it just happens to be a random spool. I I, I really didn't get the sense that that. So do you think the there's spool. there's an actual mouse then at the petting zoo? Because also, who has a mouse at a petting zoo though? But I think I think they all the pet have, store sold a mouse to the petting zoo, <laughs> and Pinky said it was a spool. So did they? Did the petting zoo like try to pull one over Ooh, on the? That's a good question. It's a, yeah. but the parents did recognize it as sis, as sis, uh, which I did like. You know, the dad's like, you know, you know, stand up straight, show off your figure. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that they call her sis instead of daughter. <laughs> yeah, sis love being called sis. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get to the third part right here. So we're at New York. The perfect family comes in, and they are definitely perfect. And the brain is very worried about all this. And he looks over and sees that all my siblings is on in one window, and he sees the the parents on the other. You know, Pinky, I bet your family would like a tour of the television studio. Oh, yes. We'd like that. But there's no time, Brain. Oh, there's plenty of time. The tour starts right down the hall. Will they have pretzels? We don't much like pretzels. No, you don't have to worry about that. Well, all right then. Come along, dearie. Have fun. But, 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 Brain, what about the contest? Pinky, if we go on the show with your family, we'll lose for sure. But we will? Yes. Now, trust me. I'll meet you on the set in five minutes with your new family. Cut to squeege. Squeegis? <laughs> Squeegee. <laughs> um... <laughs> And uh, Kathy Glee in there, they're talking to the first family, and it seems like a very perfect family. And 
the brain comes on with Pinky, and behind him are the actors from All My Siblings. One is saying, they're all reading from scripts, so it looks very fake. Uh, I'm Pinky's mother. I just negotiated world peace. And I'm Pinky's father. I just cured cancer. The brain neglected to get a girl, so the the boy's there. He goes, oh, and this must be the, this must be my sister? It's pretty fake. It's pretty obvious that, you know, this is all fake. And wouldn't you know it, right in from the studio tour come Pinky's real mom and dad, and they're there to check everything out. Uh, I can explain everything. No, that's all right, Brain. Point, let me. This is my real family. Trust. Who said we weren't? You see, I was afraid my family wasn't good enough to win the contest, and I wanted the prize so I could help my friend. But even if we don't win, I'm so happy I've found my family again. Because I don't think a family has to be perfect to be wonderful. I love you, sis. Group hug! (laughs) That's the most touching story I've ever heard. They realize that they deserve the money. The, the, The perfect family is upset at first that they say, you know, they cheated. They shouldn't get it, but... It doesn't matter to to squeege. They give him the money. Well, it's actually not money because the $25,000 prize is actually just worth $25,000. Yeah, it's a trip around the world. Yes, $25,000. And, of course, they give it to Pinky's mom and dad who apparently have a great time because they send him – they send Pinky letters (laughs) – and they don't know how to write, but there's like lots of paw prints on the postcards from Hawaii and stuff like that. And that's that's pretty much it. It ends with, what are we going to do tomorrow night? And then instead, Pinky grabs uh, Brain's pencil and says, chase me, <laughs> and then runs around the end. So uh, I didn't see any cultural references that really came to mind in this one, but were there any uh, uh, moments in this that made you chuckle or anything? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you this time. Well, I, I did think the chase me at the end was was cute, and um, and then when the the fake siblings um, or fake family members came and and they were reading off pieces of paper, the dad the dad came up with a cure for cancer. I was like, wow, it's pretty. Yeah, cool. it's like real peace, and <laughs> I mean, it's not like they had a lot of lines to memorize, and like they just they they couldn't. They couldn't do it without reading from the, the paper and, um, uh, yeah, I did the, and and the perfect family was driving me crazy. Anyways, they were just way too perfect for the Gipper. That's a that's a reference, kind of right. We're the perfect family. We're perky, bright, and chipper. When we meet Squeege and Kathy Glee, we'll win one for the Gipper. Yay! Yeah, that's a football thing. Which that's football reference stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention to that stuff. Sports, bah. I know it's no Notre Dame. Well, there right? you go. Sure, uh, Newt, Newt Rockney. We're gonna, yes. we're gonna go with that. Yeah, I, I have... only the only reason I know this is um, I'm gonna double check my facts here, um, but uh, because of. Um, Jeopardy. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the only reason I would ever want to learn any sports facts. I would, if I was on Jeopardy, I would just 
if there's any sports category, I would be like, um. Oh, okay. So George Gipp was nicknamed the Gipper, and he was at Notre Dame, and the coach was Newt Rockney. Okay, the fact that I got at least that much, though. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. It's that, not bad. Because one time I was talking to my brother, and uh, I was using some, some football terminology or talking about some teams and stuff, and he gave me this look, and he, he says right away, you're studying for Jeopardy again, aren't you? <laughs> Really? Was it that obvious? You're talking about football, Kelly. <laughs> so nice, nice to know it sticks in my head sometimes. Exactly. Uh, well, Nathan, what about you? What did you find uh, of note in this last segment? Um, so the mom and dad, uh, they play mom and dad here, but they were brother and sister in the other show. <laughs> Um, I did like that Regis knew yeah. that they were all on the soap opera together. Yeah, what are the what are the, what, what what are a coincidence? Yeah, yeah. But Brain, I don't have a brother. <laughs> You've forgotten. You see, they've been separated for so long, and yet they all ended up on the same soap opera. At first, I thought he he would know right away. Like, well, obviously these aren't the parents because I see them every day at this studio. Yeah, but no, he just says, "Oh, this is amazing." <laughs> they happen to be on the show together. You know, wow. I, it, it was in the first segment, but I did kind of, did, do you guys think of, I mean, it's kind of a political uh, thing, but the the whole element of her saying, oh my gosh, I'm so upset that the, the family's put in a cage and it's separated out. And I was just like, wow, some of this is like to a, to a today's setting, like you would think like, <laughs> What are yeah, they talking like, about? Actually, like real... people are put in cages. Yeah, actually, know? families <laughs> are put in cages and, and separated. separated from their yeah. uh, family members. And treated like animals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When, I, when that actually happened, I was just like, wow, that pinky the brain predicting the future. Like, forget about the Simpsons it's... predicting the future. Uh, obviously, we didn't think that would happen, but there we go. Uh, no, it's just, a, it's just a cute segment at the end right there. Uh, it's, it's a nice button on the whole thing. Very cute. Mm-hmm. This is Maurice Lamarche, the voice of the brain, and you are listening to the Animaniacast. Before we got to today's Water Tower rating, I wanted to pause real quick and bring on a special guest. We've had him on before. He was the producer and story editor of Pinky and the Brain, and he also co-wrote today's episode, it's Mr. Charles M. Howell. I recorded this separately and asked Charles if he could tell us a little bit more information about today's episode. So here he is. It was, uh, you know, toward the end of the run. And uh, we were we were um, thinking about what we needed to do with picking the brain that we hadn't done. Some kinds of things that, you know, what should we what should we do before? It's probably going to be our last batch of Pinky and the Brains, uh, you know, barring a reboot way in the future, which we're which we're seeing now. But yes. at the time, and one of the things that came up uh, was Pinky's family. We'd met Brains family. We hadn't met Pinky's family. So uh, that sounded like a good idea, um, and. Uh, we had a we had a writer take an early pass at it, and it wasn't. It didn't work. He he didn't find anything. He it was just like Brain's family, frankly. It was just a navuncular dad and a nice mom and so on. And we'd done that with Brain's family, 
and my feeling was, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You know, we know who Pinky is and he's got this funny British accent and he's, and he's uh, you know, crazy. And so mom and dad better be like that too. You know, I think. Yeah. So I started yeah. playing around with that. And, uh, uh, and there was also this feeling but to make it feel like a family, we needed to have a third character. I think the uh, other writer had given us an uncle who, in addition to it just being like Brain's family, the uncle was just like the dad. Uh, so it was really, it was really kind of uh, tedious. So, um, so I said, you know, there maybe it's a sister, and I and I, but I didn't really like that, and uh, I. I was talking to Earl. I said, you know, the sister needs to be, it's got to be something completely different, like an inanimate object or something. And Earl said, oh, you mean like a wind-up uh, mouse? I said, no, no. I mean like a thread spool. And, <laughs> and Earl started laughing. And so I knew I had something. So we wrote her as a thread spool. And of course, Pinky, of course, the family's convinced She's their sister. No, Ray, that's my sister. No, we have to take. Um, so, uh, so we did that. So, and then uh, uh, the rest of it, as far as Eric Idle's involvement, as we were doing this, uh, we sort of were saying, you know, we should get, wouldn't it be fun if we could get like a Monty Python person to do both voices? And we asked Andrea, and she said, I think we can, I think we can do that. So she uh, was able to get uh, um, get Eric Idle to come in and do both voices. So that's that's what we did. How was it? How was it meeting Eric Idle and and, uh, and working with him for this episode? It was great. He's great. He came in. Uh, uh, he had never seen the show. We had to. He didn't know what Narf and Point and Zort were, so we had to sort of do those for him. I, Andrea didn't have anything queued up uh, that we could just show him right away. So uh, so we said, are they little exclamations that he just throws in because his brain is, his synapses are firing the wrong way. And uh, so we, we uh, did, you know, Narf, you know, <laughs> uh, Zord. And, uh, and he kind of got it. Uh, and then, then once he got into the rhythm of the thing, he was great. Did he record with yeah. Rob and Maurice at the time? When he was yes, playing? he came into the whole. He came into the session with all of them. Great. Uh, I, did we have Rob do a Zort Narf line for him? I don't remember. You know, I, I, now that I think of it, I don't know that Rob was there. It must. I don't know. She always tries to get everybody together, right? Because it sounds a lot better if they're having conversations with each other for real uh but I, I honestly don't remember and i don't remember why we did narf and point and stuff for him if rob was sitting there we would have had him do it but maybe we all did it i don't know everyone was taking tar- turns doing narfs sound like yeah. a great time and, and, <laughs> yeah i'm trying to get him into the rhythm of what you know the fun of that was and so you know i i was just trying to write stuff that had that sensibility you know i i I always think of the gumby doctors sketch for some reason with them and um 
And uh, so I had dad call for a nurse in the, in the airplane. And, you know, we, we just did odd off the wall kinds of things. The um, brain plan uh, was pretty obvious. We thought we'd do a plan where somehow the family has to get together, uh, where a family is instrumental. Uh, that that would be the only reason brain would play along with this and, yes. and indulge Pinky on all of this. So I, I uh, got to say that the plan we, we mentioned in our review today that um, <laughs> today's today's plan to take over the world was 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 quite inane for the brain. It was uh, doing a cross a word uh, crossword puzzles. I no, not crosswords. The the yeah, I guess crossword. I'm I'm not a word person myself, obviously. Uh, but but going out and he uh, needing twenty five thousand dollars so he could buy enough uh, uh, pens and whiteout to go to every newspaper <laughs> for all the intelligentsia to 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 make it so that their crossword puzzles would not work uh, was was quite. <laughs> we did a. Uh... Gordon and I had written something where crossword puzzles were part of the, of the plan. And it was different though. Cause I remember, uh, I remember coming up with a line about, uh, I'll have to have you know white out, whatever. And, and, uh, a big box of crayons, one of those big ones with the, with the sharpener in the back or something. <laughs> and, uh, I forget which was, that was Broadway malady. I think, uh-huh. And of yeah. course, this time it was the the onion bagels. We need onion bagels to go with our trip as well. well yeah, with with cream cheese or without cream cheese, that's going <laughs> to affect the budget. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much uh, for coming on here, Charles. This has been a treat. Always when you're able to come on here and give us a little glimpse into. Uh, Do you have any other questions? Is there anything else about the episode that you I, I liked think, or remembered or hated? Or? I think I well, we really love the episode, and this this was happened to be one of the episodes that our listeners actually picked for us to review. So yeah. this, this like stood out as one of the, the it's the one that it won an Emmy for the daytime show. It's our only daytime Emmy for them. And, uh, and won an Annie award. So it, it worked out nothing like a schmaltzy ending. I always like a schmaltzy ending. Yes, indeed. I think more than anything, I just wanted to say thank you for writing this great episode more than anything, because it's really stood the test of time. I think like people obviously still love this episode so much, and uh, it's uh, it's funny and, yeah, maybe a little schmaltzy at times, but we love it. And uh, just thank you for being on. I love schmaltzy. <laughs> I, always, I always tear up when, when I'm writing bits like that at the end. Well, I'd love to have you on again, uh, Charlie, when it comes to, to Pinky the Brain uh, from time to time, of course, because we're we're still we're going through uh, what our audience members think like are the best of the best kind of episodes and everything. Sure. So uh, I'd love to have you on as we're as we're going revisiting some of these from time to time so we could we could get some more of these kind of behind the scenes of <laughs> what we're absolutely, on. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's nice of you to contact me and ask me on. No problem. Thank you for thank you for coming on, and we'll we'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks. All right. Have a good one. Well, I think we should go ahead and get to our water tower rating. Out of five water towers, how many water towers would you give this episode of Pinky and the Brain? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you this time. 
I'm gonna go with five um, because Spielberg. Um, but also, it was funny from start to finish. Uh, the the whole thing just was it was cute and funny, and um, I thought the writing was really well done, and, and so I just liked it. Excellent, uh, Nathan. What about you? Um, I'll go with four and a half. Um, well, for the same reasons, you know, I like. Uh, I thought it was very funny. I thought Brain's idea to take over the world wasn't going to work. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm taking the half point off, but it just, um, I don't know. It was, it was all very funny. Eric Idle's very, very funny in this episode. Um, he made me laugh many times. And uh, yeah, it was um, overall a very good episode. Uh, so yeah, but I'll just say four and a half just to be different I guess. okay <laughs> you know one thing i will i will note that i forgot to mention first first part of the episode it, it kind of seemed a little weird to me and it's because it's taking place i believe during the day which is odd for me watching a pinky the brain episode usually they come up with all their plans during the night when like the lab technicians are all gone but and this is this is one of those rare occurrences where they're just kind of out and about in the daytime watching morning television uh and in fact, having people call the lab when the technicians are still there. Was yeah, that, is, was that lab technician? Do we know who did the voice of that? I don't was know. It like like it, it, Rob Paulson, maybe? <laughs> I, I'm not exactly sure who. It's not it, credited, so I'm guessing it's, at least I didn't see. I'd have to listen to it again oh. to maybe get a guess of who that might be. But yeah, that was a very But I weird... thought his voice was funny, too. Yes. <laughs> Just like... Well, <laughs> I'll give it a four out of five. Uh, I, I like this one a lot. It's not one of the funniest ones, but it is very sweet. And I I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. So I'm, I'm going to give it a four out of five myself. So very nice job. Thank you, patrons, for voting on this one. Of course, this, they're the ones who are picking all these Pinky in the Brains and Tiny Toons ones for us. So, so far, they're, they're, they're picking good, good, good stuff. Thank you for all that. <laughs> well, let's, get to, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people find you online? Hey, Joey, you can find me on Twitter, JangoFT. That's me. All right, and Kelly, what about you? I'm also on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right, and as for the Animaniacast, we're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And, of course, Animaniacast.com is where you can go to our retro zap archives of every episode all the new ones all the old ones all that jazz we're a proud member of the retro zap podcast network and if you'd like to talk with us and other retro zap podcasters head on over to our discord channel you can get a welcome link by going to discord.animaniacast.com you can talk to us about animaniacs or any other pop culture topic with any other any other people (laughs) that write or podcast with retro zap so check that out And if you are a fan of our podcast and you'd like to support it and get some really cool bonus stuff along the way, which is really, that's the main reason to do it, is go head on over to patreon.com slash animaniacast and you can get some bonus audio stuff like, oh, I don't know, our rambling about different topics uh, before we start recording, but also Tom Ruger uh, Creator's Commentary Series where he uh, goes over every episode of Animaniacs with us we even have guest stars come on in every now and then. We just had Paul Rugg come in for a few episodes, which was a real blast. Patreon.com slash and We just added a new tier where you can get autographed 
Animaniacs trading cards that have all been signed by Tom Ruger. And some of them are just super cool. I really, I, I don't want to give these to people, but I have to. So if you're interested, head on over to our Patreon page. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. Food pellets? Where will we get food pellets? I don't know. Chase me!